Welcome to the General Sit Down. This is Charles. With me today, DJ Jazzy Merez here. Yes. That's All right. Enough. What are we talking about? We're talking about horror icons of movies and potentially TV. You know, at the end of the episode, we'll talk about our top five. Before we get that, let's start this bitch off with, we're going to go with Wes Craven first. We just had a new chalkboard installed in the office here, and uh, that's what we're going to go with. So, if you think Wes Craven, what do you think? Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. I mean, that's hands down. Um, Scream. I mean, fuck, I'll fuck with Scream. But but again, we, we had this conversation uh, uh, off mic earlier uh, about what constitutes a horror movie. We had some disagreements. Uh, there's some there's some you know neutral ground, kind of demilitarized zone where we're not allowed to go into those to talk about them. And I think that's fair, and we should do that for most topics. That way we don't fucking debilitate into old fucking dudes from the 80s snorting coke and screaming at each other. Not yet. Not in this episode. <laughs> so, save that for 80s week. What? Fucking 80s week. Shoulder pads and fucking... Huey fucking Lewis. And the goddamn news. So, back to what I was saying. Wes Craven. I'm a huge fan of Freddy Krueger. Uh, massive fan, actually. It's probably for the longest time uh, reigned as my number one favorite uh, horror movie, hands down. It's fair. Yeah. Um, but which, which one is your favorite, though? The third one. Is it Dream Warriors? Dream Warriors, yep. Mm, so that's the one with uh, Patricia Arquette? Yeah. And the I reason... F- very love your brain on drugs. The Johnny Depp cameo? Yep. Yeah. The uh, the reason why I love that, one, the callback to the Johnny Depp, but two, also, uh, at that point was the first time I realized that one, movies can follow a theme through a series of movies, and also that I was probably old enough to start picking up on that theme because at one point, he goes into a gentleman's dream who's like obsessed with comic books and video games, and he gets shot down. I believe that was Breckenmeyer. Yeah. Gets shot down, and then immediately as he rises up, just without missing a beat, told my cousin, I was like, Super Freddy. And he pops up, fucking Super Freddy. At that point, I was like, am I, did I write this? Did I, did I magically write this and I didn't know about it? But no, it was that thing where even though the movies follow the same premise, they try to change them up. And dude, I'm all about a funny oh, villain. Oh, so I have a good question then. What's that? Because I have this argument in my head about Child's Play, which we can get to later too. I fucked with Chucky. Obviously, yeah. What movie do you think actually Freddy became less scary, more funny? If that even happened two. for real. You think two? Because I think that happened in Child's Play 2 as well. See, I he think... was much more cursing and vulgar there too. Exactly. Uh, and and one, I, at least for the horror movie genre, I think the first movie is the thing that you lay that foundation. The reason why you're scared of that thing that's that's haunting you. When you get to the second, the third, I mean, I don't remember off the top of my head how many Nightmare on Elm Streets there are. But I'm going to say it's quite a few. Uh, sound editor. Can yeah, you can you that check up? how many Nightmare on Elm Streets so, there are? But needless to say, and that's not even counting the Freddy versus Jason or well, let's, the... let's go ahead and count those. Yeah, so... Not the reboot, though. After a certain point, you need something. You need something because scary things happen, but even standout, all-serious horror movies will eventually run out of steam. That's actually why my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street is New Nightmare, where it's Heather Legend Camp, Wes Craven, Robert Englund playing themselves, Freddy's escape from the script as an actual oh, dream yeah, God. demon. Oh, yep. It was a horror meta kind of thing, and it was just, I thought it was the greatest. I don't know if I was like pre-celebrity culture or some bullshit, what you got about the eight? Eight, really? Does that count Freddy vs. Jason? And uh, That's a good number. That's that's, good that's number. solid. That's Freddy's Dead was hilarious. Yeah. Yes, very good. Like, and the the thing about it is, it uh, it sets up specifically that there's no killing him. I mean, he's he's basically they keep trying to kill him in these movies, but he's unkillable. Which which one is it that he has his hand up and he's like they they baptize me and they kill me with fire? I want I want to say that's four. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the first you can't kill him villains. You know, uh, you got your Jason Voorhees after that, where they think they keep killing him but can't. You got your Michael Myers. I'm not a fan of Halloween, but again, he's like an unkillable creature. You know, even even uh, Child's Play, when they were talking about, you know, that you could destroy the doll, it doesn't fucking happen. Leprechaun. Fucking oh, shout out Warwick Davis. I didn't even write Leprechaun down. Yeah, Leprechaun's fucking good. Mm-hmm. But again, it's one of those you can't kill them. It's just the way it is. Even the movies where they're like, this is the movie, he dies. They never do. Goddamn. Freddy Jason's went... dead, the final chapter. Exactly. By there's, the way, that's my one. There's fucking... It's not Freddy, even though I would secede to Freddy being number one. It's the super zombie that went into space and came back. To my Jason X. Yeah, that movie's yep. awful, but it's the super zombie. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of the uh, 
last week's episode, we talked about remakes. And this is something I didn't bring up then, but I'll bring up now. Both of those franchises have been remade within the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I did not like the remake. I felt like they, they were losing something. Maybe it's just Robert England. You know, fucking shout out. If we're going to S somebody's D today, it's going to be Robert England. If you haven't seen zombie strippers, get on that. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, yeah. That movie's legit. And then they've also remade... Friday the 13th. Well, Friday the 13th. Did you watch yeah. that one? I did. Titty fest. But here's the thing. That was a fucking titty. Here's the thing. There was more titties than gore. I think that that movie is easier and more accepted than a Nightmare on Elm Street because Jason is not a talking character. He is not a character that has to interact with people other than to appear out of the water and fucking shove a machete down someone's vagina. I don't know if that's fair. Uh, sorry, not down, up. You would need to go no. up. They would what need to be on a was, handstand. was wait for the girl under the dock to be coming up for air, and then he jabbed the machete into the dock, into her head, and then lifted up just enough for her titties to come on screen. Yep, I mean, listen. But what, I'm sorry, sorry. What I meant by not fair is, that's not fair to Jackie Earl Haley, who also had to play a Freddy Krueger who wasn't a child murderer but a pedophile, which, can we dare argue worse? Psychologically, definitely worse. Yeah, psychologically worse. He was just murdering kids. But again, it was missing something, is what I'm going to say. Not yeah. that it was necessarily bad, I just felt like it was missing something. Same thing with the Evil Dead remake. That movie was alright, though. Yeah. That you can't, I'm but not even going to try to defend the Nightmare on Elm Street it remake. Was missing something? The Evil Dead remake. No. Can you can you tell what it was missing? No. Was it missing our Lord and Savior Bruce Campbell? No, he was in the end credit scene. Yes, I know he was, but he wasn't Ash. He wasn't fucking yes, he there. Was. He looked at it and said groovy. Yeah, I was, understand that, but he Joanna wasn't Williams. through the movie. He wasn't the the baseline that ran through the movie. He's also the guy that went into a different medieval timeline and then back into a different timeline. Why can't he go into this timeline? That's the point of Evil Dead. Listen, I, I understand that. I get that. But I'm saying, but like again, it felt like something was missing. And like in in that movie, for me, that would be like. Nah. You know, nah, like Bruce nah, 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 nah. I think you're comparing Nightmare on Elm Street to Evil Dead now. Because think back to Evil Dead 1. That's not my top five. Evil Dead 2 goes on the top five for me. Spoiler. Top five alert. I put Evil Dead 2 on my spot. Top five. Not even on my top five. But Evil Dead 1 was just a gory camp movie. I love no, it. Evil Dead remake did not miss anything. It was great because it was loyal. Oh, I'm not saying it's not, but that's... That's uh, again. That's thing. You can't compare it to Nightmare on Elm Street. That's well, not I'm fair. just saying, me personally, I think there was something missing from those movies, and then maybe that's not why I didn't enjoy them as much as like I would have if I watched them. But I've also watched both those series of movies so much that they're ingrained in me. I'm not afraid of nightmares because I literally spent my childhood from the age of about six when I saw my first Nightmare on Elm Street movie watching a person who murders you in your nightmares and being okay with that. That's, I'm just saying, for me, I'm missing something. But that's fine. It's They're called not the conscience? Of yeah. <laughs> fucking conscience. If you're Sociopath. not afraid to die in your sleep by a fucking dream warrior, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, it's fine. I accept that. Moving on from that, speaking of Sam Raimi. We'll go into that real quick. Now, how do you feel about the new TV show, Ash vs. the Evil Dead? New? It's newer than the movies. It may have ended by now. Hey, by the way, did you know Lucy Lawless is uh, from New Zealand? Fuck, I didn't know that, really. I was listening to the ID10T podcast with Chris Hardwick earlier, and that was his guest last week. And they're talking about true crime shit. Jodi Harris and all that shit that's been going on for the last couple years. Yeah. It's really interesting, but she's... In her normal accent, not doing the Xena voice or anything. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Xena. She's fucking amazing in that. The fucking guy playing Hefe. Yeah, fucking, fucking he- uh, Hector. Yeah. Hector. I mean, I love that show. It, it's also a great continuation. I think it's Ted Raimi's and Sam Raimi doing that show, too. Really? Like they did the movie. Yeah. But it's it's honest to it. And they were also involved in the remake. That, that one, solid. solid. Yeah. Like, it's multi-timeline. Ashley Joanna Williams will return somewhere else, somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen My Name is Bruce? Yes. The movie's hilarious. I'm an avid Bruce Campbell fan. Oh, my God. I saw it, and I was like, this has got to be horrible. No. It's actually not even a bad movie. He he does his best in everything, and he's always great, and he's always the star performer. Shout out Burn Notice. He, was, he kept me watching, even though someone has a crush on fucking Jeffrey Donovan. Ooh, that's the sound editor, just in case anybody wants to know. He could build a bomb with a microwave. But, yeah, so, like I said, that's that's my thought on it, for instance. But uh, Sam Raimi hasn't only done Evil Dead movies. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, I uh, love Drag Me to Hell. I thought it was a fresh take on it. That was around the time that, um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the movie. It's about a video game that was like Stay a, alive. a ghost. Stay Alive. Frankie Minos. Yep. Shout out Malcolm in the Middle. It's sad. What's up with him? 
Like, he had, a, like, a fucking brain injury. He doesn't even remember most of, like, Malcolm in the Middle or anything like that. He fucked his brain up. Shout out Frankie Muniz. Shout out Frankie Muniz. BFL. Yeah. Yep. That also has, uh, uh, what's his name? Jamie Simpson, I believe his name is. Plays McBoyle from... Uh, Jamie Simpson. Jamie Simpson. Which I still do to this day when he goes, Hey, is that Alicia on the phone? What's up, Mama? Every time I talk to Melissa, every time I get a chance to, I'll be like, Hey, what's up, Mama? Can you check? I think I think Stay Alive came out a few years before Drag Me to Hell, like way before Drag Me to Hell. I want to say it was like I think within the other two one years. he's thinking is uh, My Soul to Take by Wes Craven. Oh shit, my soul, yeah, My Soul to Take. That I is a good that's one. What he's I fucking about. forgot that one even Jam existed. Jam Master Jason Mraz coming back. Drag Me to Hell, 09. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Two years? Oh, six. Oh, it wasn't too odd. I thought oh five. Still, I didn't know Drag Me to Hell was oh nine. By the way, oh nine had a bunch of fucking good solid movies that I forgot even exist until someone said something about I them. I get so depressed thinking about how this last fucking twenty years fly by. Oh yeah, dude, seriously. I wrote one of those topics down as like life in the early early aughts and shit. Oh yeah. It was very boring. I'm not I'm not a very interesting person. It wasn't boring, you just don't fucking remember it. Yeah. Talk about the culture around you and shit. Oh, you're not, not talking about me. You're not like Charles, no, what were I'm you doing back in two thousand two? Fucking rocks you kicked on a Saturday. Exactly. In 2011. It was seven. But it was seven, and he fucked your mom. Shout out to X and Z there. Twice. <laughs> so, so if we're if we're gonna talk about horror icons and horror movies, let's talk about Hitchcock because people are kind of got a mixed bag. It's not everyone agrees that he was we're, just we're like putting a pin in Sam Raimi and Evil Dead. Though we're gonna come back to. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay. Considering you said it's on your top five, we're of gonna talk course, about it. Of course, we're again. gonna go back. And I did. I you know we still got a lot of S and D. Like if you got if you got Robert England's dick, I got Bruce Campbell's balls. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we we got this. We got this locked down. But Hitchcock. What do you? Which, which movie do you think is Hitchcock's scariest slash best? The Birds. That's a really good one. Yeah, man, that is a terrifying concept. That you, know, you take that for granted. Listen, I still, after seeing The Birds, only seen it once. That's my but, mom's. She's fucking terrified of that movie. That's one she will never watch ever. Ever. Yeah, but like that movie, even to this day, if I'm driving by an area that has a lot of birds sitting on the power lines or in a parking lot, like I don't know if you've ever been to Walmart at fucking three in the morning Absolutely. and you go in there and half the parking lot is covered by just blackbirds and you're just like, or crickets. this is where I die. This is where I get out of my car, all the birds turn in synchronous and then they attack me oh, and is... chase me even into Walmart. Oh, man. I didn't know Umbrella Corps was working out of Bentonville. Fuck yeah, they are. But yeah, that's, I have to say, because that is something tangible. That is, you don't think it'll happen, but it, but it could fucking could happen. It could definitely happen. Easily happen. People shit on the happening. That sh- oh, we didn't write M. Night Shyamalan in. Did uh, we do that on purpose? Shyamalans. Anyway, will you write M. Night Shyamalan in there for me? And spell it how you think it's spelled, because I'm going to make fun of you later. What no. about you? My, Hitch- uh, Hitchcock. Psycho. It's Psycho? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I unfortunately will pick Johnny Cash in this instance. The thing that everybody says when they like country. Oh, yeah. I'll pick Psycho for this one. Fucking outlaw country. I mean, uh, Anthony Perkins was fucking great. Honestly, think back. If you were alive in that time, would you have saw that twist? Either of them, the main actress oh, being no. murdered right away. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, whatever her name was. Fact checker! Fact checker! Fact checker. Janet Lee, thank you. Her getting killed right away, and then... Fucking his mom being dead the whole time and oh, him yeah. being the killer. We are jaded to horror movies and the fact that we've seen so many of them mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, that like people make fun of M. Night Shyamalan. We'll, we'll go to that. Okay. People make fun of him because like, oh, we knew that twist was coming. It's like, yeah, because you've done seen 1500 movies that have similar twists. Okay, so what I see up there is M. N. Shyamalamading. Dong. Dong. Uh, so, uh, obviously. Like, Sixth Sense. Sense. Yeah, Yeah, we we, got to touch on it. Sixth Sense. That was the thing where everyone was just like, oh my god, Charles, did you know that he was was dead the whole time? I was like, dude, that's a great twist. Like, I'm not going to argue that. That's fucking fantastic. Did you notice the doorknob to the basement? How he never pulled his chair out for his wife? Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like you you go back and you look at it again and you're like, oh shit, this was actually filmed. It wasn't just some shitty twist they threw in at the end. This was shit that was playing through the whole movie, but goddamn, you gotta give it to Bruce Willis, though. Mm Mm-hmm. That could have failed very easily with a a less skilled actor Mm -hmm. to not being able to pull it off. 100%. Oh, yeah. We shout out to Haley Joel Osment, then, for being able to pull that, too. So Shout out Future Man, Haley Joel (laughs) Osment. Yeah, yeah, he's great in that. Future Man's amazing. 
I think he made a couple movies that were good, but when you compare them to The Sixth Sense, which was scary at oh, the yeah. time, it yeah. was scary. It was jarring. It had those jump scares with the hanging people, uh, Misha Barton as the little sick girl. Yeah. I think of like The Village, though, which is a good movie. It had a good twist. That was a good twist, but it just wasn't scary per se yeah i mean it it looked like it was starting to maybe go down that road uh but then it was like oh shit you know the twist that was another good one but the problem is that movie could have very easily not had that twist and had a monster in the fucking woods well okay that they were that they were the double twist was i think what people got pissed about that they were also in modern time yeah exactly I, I liked both. I think that it could have been okay that there was an actual monster in the woods, but that didn't work out so well for Signs either. Yeah, I mean... But... Which also is a great movie. Just sta- Like, if we're talking standalone and not putting them in genres and shit, they are good movies. I mean, be honest with you. But, I mean, nothing compared to did make Unbreakable. I know, but that's not a horror movie. And, dude, it's amazing. And if you haven't, a... if you haven't fucking seen... Uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? Glass Split. and Split. Split. Dude, McAvoy, motherfucker. Like, yeah. that is hands down, I'm going to say, that dude should have won a fucking Oscar for that shit. That dude really portrayed multiple really fucking roles. It's like being John Malkovich when John Malkovich was fucking everybody. You know what I mean? But Split, great. Fucking glass. Fucking great. You're going off, though. You're going off. You're going off. Come back, come back. Come, come back to the village. I agree. A real monster would have been a nice thing and then been in modern times and maybe the monster escaped with her and attacked the rangers at the end. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. And then it just, real world, and runs the fuck out into the real world to attack everything. Maybe that would have, would you think that would have mounted up to the sixth sense better? Because I feel like M. Night Shyamalan really got typecast as a director by the sixth sense and it forced him to make bad choices. Oh, yeah. What a twist. Exactly. Now, well, have you seen... Was great. Nobody talks about that when they talk about other exactly. Like exactly. They don't shit on Unbreakable or yeah. fucking the other shit he did. Into existence, he will fucking come if you speak his name, Patrick fucking Wilson. Fucking Patrick Wilson, the horror icon of the 2010s, I say. You get to throw me a life raft there. I do. Insidious, he got to play uh, Doctor or Ed Warren oh, in yeah. the Conjuring movies. Uh, he's the fucking devil himself. Shout Which movie? To, uh, Night Owl. I love Patrick Wilson. By the, oh, shit, Jay was a Nightmare. He is Night Owl. He was in uh, the Watchmen. Jawbreaker. No, not Jawbreaker. It was uh, Hard Candy. Ah, the pedophile. Gotcha. He was the. Uh, he was the one Ellen Page went after. Yeah. As, um, as soon as uh, as soon as you said the Conjuring and everything, he we plays... watched him play in 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 the Tall Grass, the Stephen King adaptation from a novella on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Is that any good? It's Patrick Wilson being the devil for an hour and a half. So I mean, like the devil as in, like, do you like Patrick the Wilson? actual Satan or like the no, devil like, as in a bad whatever person? Whatever Stephen King thinks the devil is this week, other than his lamp flag, yeah, flag, the fucking stand, <laughs> like if... black people at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> he is not racist. It's fine. No, he's not, and I fucking agree with his sentiment. And the people making classifications should be more diverse. But us voters, I shouldn't have to choose that stuff when it comes. To art i should pick what the best is at art because art isn't like it's, i actually don't know what you're talking about what he said was uh he would not ever consider diversity in choosing matters of the arts as in you know uh i guess breaking it down if martin scorsese's movie was better than jordan peele's movie i'm just voting for martin scorsese and it doesn't matter about skin color the problem is the Oscars are notorious for snubbing black actors, directors, and all. Yeah, definitely. They and, are. and I mean, even this time, I'm like, Oscar season was kind of fucking thin this week. Netflix got the fucking sweep. Yeah. Like, it should, Ricky Zorius is right. It should have just been Netflix fucking taking it. Dude, they make good shit. They do. They do. Anyway, since we're looking at boards of directors, Patrick Wilson, James Wan was the one that came in with that. He was EP on the Saw movies. Shit. Did he do some Fargo? He did Aquaman. James Wan was the EP on the Saw movies. He's the creative genius, I guess, to say the ship steerer behind Conjuring, Insidious. No, so just kind of all around the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. him. Uh, I believe it's the gentleman from the first Saw movie that was in the room with Carrie Elways. Oh, shit, really? Uh, Leo Winnell, I think is his name. He also plays Speck in the Insidious movies. You know, the uh, two guys that roll with uh, Lin Shay. Yep, yep. He's also, you know, part of that building. Yeah. So you mentioned the Saw movies, so I I need to at least touch on that. The Saw you, you movies got, themselves. Hey, hey, look, bro. If you got a problem with Donnie Wahlberg, you want to take up with Martin Walker. So, so dope. How's your mother? 
Yeah. So how do you mother? How's your mother? But the Saw movies, I'm going to say they were movies that necessarily, I wouldn't say are the best horror movies, but they are like one of the first examples that I'm going to say when gore came back into fashion. Exactly. Yeah. Because the Grindhouse movies of like the 70s and even sometimes the early 80s where these movies were specifically like Cannibal Holocaust, for instance, Mm -hmm. that they tried to charge the director with a murder Mm -hmm. because he made it look so realistic this woman died. They had to bring her in and be like, no, she's not dead. She's right here. That's a movie. And again, but back then, like, that was just the way it was. But Saw movies. Exactly. But the Saw movies were like the, I'm going to say the first time that a gory movie, like, there was one person that I used to call it torture porn. Because it was just gore for the sake of gore. Horror as in just to un- unnerve you by the amount of gore that it was there. Addendum, that was not only one person, but that's the genre saw falls into by creating its own. Now it's called torture porn. No, is it? Okay. Uh, but You didn't see Chester Bennington get his fucking face run over in one of those by oh, a yeah. car tire? Like, yep, Jesus, yep. that's torture porn. Yeah, so like the whole movies are based on it. Now, lumped into that same thing, you can add the Hostel movies, because they are torture <laughs> for the, the sake of torture. Hostel. Is Eli Roth. Is that it? Fuck. I forgot. I, I fucking forgot about Hostel. I remembered Cannibal Fever, though. Shout out to Eli Roth. Yeah, fucking shout out to Eli Roth. Good guy. Fucking, I mean, even you got your Inglorious Bastards he's there, the too. He's the Bear Jew. Yeah, he's the Bear Jew. That's right. <laughs> fucking great. But again, those movies are not designed to scare you in like the traditional sense of this is something that's frightening that's going to make it uh, like hard for you to sleep which, at night. Which which one? Saw? The Saw and Hostel movies that are just... Maybe not Hostel, then. I mean, Hostel has the same scare that Taken has. That's a that's a just a that's, that's some how you shit's gonna happen. Blanket generic fear to the masses. Exactly, this and, could happen. Uh, you could fucking, be taken. Yeah, uh, saw same thing. Oh, you cut that guy off. Well, guess what? Now you're under a car tire. Yes, I have put a rat in your asshole. It's going to eat its way out. The only way to do it is is to unlock this cheese in a barrel. But you got to melt your hands oh, off with acid. Damn it! You have to speak to the Sparrow King. Exactly. But as I was saying, those movies specifically, they are not designed in a, in a horror way traditionally to make you scared. Other than, the, like you just said, the blanket scared. But they're just there to, like, gross you out. There was a person back in the day I used to be with. Uh, she wouldn't watch any of them. She was like, they're disgusting. I can't believe you watch this. It's like, it's a fucking movie. And I watch it because of the cool goddamn uh, Rube Goldberg machines that he makes that will actually kill you. They're legit. But again, fucking shout out Saw 2 is the only movie that I've ever walked out on in a theater and had to leave for a moment because of something. Did you guys catch that where you wouldn't name a name, even rhyme a name? That's why I'm Jam Master Jason Mraz, by the way, because of the rhyme game. I told you this motherfucker hates pseudonyms. I've been saying it all along. Parker hates pseudonyms. It's fine. Mic drop. It's on a stand, but you know what I... That I that I'm saying, yeah, a big pit of syringes. I couldn't do it. And I I consider myself a horror aficionado. You would let your lady die. I'm pretty sure I would just take the bullet and eat the syringes myself. But I mean, you're yeah. both dead, and logically. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. There's no surviving mean, the song movies. I didn't mean to lock you in a bear trap, but she's been dead the whole time. Yeah, it's like you know, six <laughs> cents in this shit. She died in the first movie, and I'm just trying yeah. to find her. Because, yeah. again, that's some horse shit. The Saw movies, they all happen simultaneously. Yeah, what the but, fuck? Okay. Carrie always, always gets a pass. You know that. Yeah, I mean... Carrie always, always gets a pass. And I, like I told you, Mocky Mock might have a fucking problem with you talking about Donnie. He's got a few new kids he knows. Yeah, he does. He knows the new kids on the block. But those movies, like I said, those, I feel like, brought it around. Just like, if we're going to talk about, like, iconic horror movies that may have, like, changed the thought, Paranormal Activity. You know... We, we got to talk about it, because it was a whole fucking thing well, for a long spoiler, time. I do have that genre as one of my top five. But yeah, really? Paranormal Activity... Uh, Ghost, Ghost Dimension? What, are you fucking I'm just, Dude, I don't know what the fuck your likes are. We're not cutting retarded. His brain slowed functioning there when he asked me if I thought Ghost Dimension was a good movie. You fucking loved Ghost Dimension, don't lie. You diddle kids if I loved Ghost Dimensions. <laughs> but it's the first one, probably, if I had to guess. Well, I, I just, I remember, like, uh, this fucking dude, let's call him uh, Blam Drew. And Blam Drew. He fucking, uh, he comes to me, he's like, bro. You fucking got to see this fucking petition so that they can see this real footage in theaters of a fucking real haunting. And I'm like, bro, I saw the Blair Witch. That fooled me once for like two days before my dad was like, That's not don't real. be fucking stupid. Do you yeah. think they would like let that out? Oh, no, of course not. 
But see, like the Blair Witch was like, I'm going to say the thing that kind of started that found footage, mm-hmm. but like you got to admit paranormal activity. Sure. Yeah, fucking. Well, yeah, it was, that's what, if you're saying Saw is a resurgence of gore, then there's the resurgence to found footage is paranormal exactly. activity. And, if you and had, it built hype. That was good PR. Fucking VHF or uh, have, VHS. I actually have VHS written down here in the corner. I love those movies. Yeah, fucking, they're great. They're, but they're another found footage. Uh, fucking talk about Cloverfield. I do like yeah. Cloverfield. Fucking found Number footage, one. dude. Yeah, and I like Ten Cloverfield Lane. I believe that's because John Goodman is a fucking crazy person. Shout out to Ramona Flowers. Too. Yeah, fucking god damn it. But but that aside, those movies, like I said, changed. It's very like wave like, like the ocean. So you know, you have your peaks and your valleys. Slasher flicks seem to always have a place. So you know, your Friday the Thirteenth, your Nightmare oh. on Elm Street slasher flicks. They always have a place. But then there's always like this niche that comes through. It's called psychological yeah. horror. Yeah, that dominates uh, to the Wicker Man. S- specific things. Oh, yeah, the fucking bees. <laughs> but if we're talking about the paranormal activity, the found footage, let's talk about Japanese horror movies that fucking get remaked constantly. Juwan, that's that. Shame. Ringu. Shame. Juwan's better. Yeah, I'm just saying, but like the that, that, I didn't put Juwan in my top five, and that's a fucking shame. Yeah. And even getting on the 11, that's fucking shame. Juwan's an amazing movie. When she's in the fucking bed and laying there and like, and then fucking up it's the fucking rabbit's foot she lost earlier and then fucking that's fucking amazing yeah it's fucking great fucking ringu the grudge fucking pulse if you haven't seen like the japanese pulse it's really fucking crazy that's pulse is pulse the camera one no pulse is the sound one joshua jackson yeah, no, that's that's shutter. No, Pulse is the one uh, where it's like some weird sound waves happening that's making people like melt into the walls and shit. That sounds like some fear.com shit. To yeah. Me. Oh, fucking fear.com, <laughs> dude. Seriously? Fuck, Plus dude. I mean, door. yeah, fucking about it. But again, it's like those Japanese horror movies. It was like, oh, you've seen The Ring? I was like, dude, the Japanese have done had The Ring for fucking five, six years before we ever fucking thought so about making it. The problem is, though, that's an American book. The Ring? Mm-hmm. Was it a Japanese movie first, though? Nope. It was based on an American novel. Which novel? The Ring. Oh, shit. Well, okay. Well, then. Fact check. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, but it is a Japanese mystery horror novel by Koji Fujitsu. So I'm wrong. Okay. It's a good call. Are so, you shaming it? Are you it, shaming it? Fucking shame. Ah! I got it. Fucking jackpot. I fucking quit. I had all my money bet on this. <laughs> All I'm getting at is that the like that was another resurgence of something specific. I get what you're saying. That's yeah. that's I think that's the point you were making with the Saw movies. How gore movies were the the niche thing for horror movies in the '80s, with you know the rise of Jason, the slasher films, and all that. And then it kind of way a little bit is more psychological and stuff. And then Saw kind of brought the torture porn back in. Not to say that the gore was gone ever. Oh yeah, it's. it's I think been that, I think maybe the arguably though those were the shittier gore movies in that dip. I call those the Marvel years, by the way, of gory movies. Yeah, yeah, so, the Marvel years. Shout out to Fred Savage. The thing we got to touch on if we're talking about horror movies though are zombies, not TV shows, but the seventies, eighties. Oh, no, you don't want to cross early that fucking 90s. line that you we had. We had a goddamn war pact, and you, I never you mentioned said TV it. shows though. I never mentioned and it. And you said the Zed word. You're the one. The fucking Zeds exist, other than in that specific Generation. what we do not talk about. Yeah, the seventies, uh, fucking late sixties, eighties, nineties, fucking two thousands. Uh, just like slasher flicks, zombie movies are here to stay. They, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, since just the, like civil rights, yeah, conveniently enough, yeah, since that was what George A. Romero based the original Night of the Living Dead on was a civil right. Fight. Oh shit, really? Yeah, uh-huh. no, oh, didn't know that. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. But I know, like the Night of the Living Dead. I mean, that shit's been remade, fucking, I believe, like three different times. Like the actual Return of the Living Probably. Dead, the yeah. Land of there's Twilight, two, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like you said, Dawn. Oh, Dawn of Dead's a shit though. Yeah, when both the mall of them. Oh yeah, I really I mean, like the, the second one. I actually one. think the se- yeah, Zack Snyder really killed it there. No wonder they gave him so much stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. Just the Bing Rams and all the fucking characters. I mean, yeah. they, they took an updated version of. They took the excited parts from the because if you and they took the, out the bikers with the pies. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Shout out to Romero. Fucking Romero. That's not even counting spend like spoof fucking of Sean of the Dead. Oh yeah. That that being said, like like I said, the Dawn of the Dead movie. If you ever wa- if you remember watching the original, there's a whole section in that movie where it's just them fucking living their life. They do a quick like uh, montage of that in the movie. We need a montage. Yeah, we need a montage. And uh, even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> Montage. 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 So, 
but they they cut that short in there to give you all the action. Like the the newer ones cut it down to kind of you know do that because unfortunately this day and age well zombies in theory should still be very frightening if it fucking happens it depends yeah are we it, talking about romero or 28 days later i mean 28 days later we're fucked anyways rage, no matter what ra- yeah. rage speed rage zombies virus. are fucking done yeah yeah yeah, no. yeah. well i may be amazing at left for dead and pretty good at world war z the games but uh, my cardio's not there let's yeah it. fuck it dude, it wouldn't matter if your cardio's there fucking usain bolt would have trouble keeping up with them no shit Again, we become desensitized to the fear of the dead rising. Like I said, when the Return of the Living Dead, or Night of the Living Dead, sorry, the first one, Mm -hmm. came out, people were fucking freaked out. Mm -hmm. Like, it was not fucking, it's like the whole... coming for you, Exactly. It's like, what is that, H.G. Wells, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Oh, on the radio, yeah. Yeah. Fucked people up. I mean, we're talking about horror there. That fucked people up. They thought that shit was dead serious. Yeah. And, you know, it's just weird to see that's how... That's the found footage ancestor. Oh, yeah, that's right there. That's the paranormal activity. you fucking believing exactly. it's real. But, uh, but yeah, it's... That specifically, I, I like the fact that it goes up and down. Uh, but you did mention a movie a second ago. Yeah, I did, like and I also to. have another point on top of that. Is that comedy horror movies? Dare I... S- no, 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 because we had this talk about Club Dread, and I think it's more of a parody, even though we should talk about that in a minute. But I just realized that the Cornetto trilogy, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, are all horror movies. Slashers, Hot Fuzz, even though it's set yeah. up as a police procedural. Definitely, yeah. That's a slasher flick. Good. Yeah. A Shaun of the Dead's obvious, and The World's End's about killer robots. Yeah, it's a fucking over. invasion. It's yeah. a fucking horror trilogy. Yeah. I just fucking realized that. By the way, shout out to Simon Pegg. Uh, Nick Frost yeah. and Edgar Wright. By the way, they the newest movie they come out, I believe it's not out yet, but I believe it's coming out this summer, Slaughterhouse Rules. Fact checker! I'm, I'm fucking down. I you can down. hear me in those headphones. Goddamn, Michael Sheen is in fucking Slaughterhouse Rules? We're not, we're not confusing that again, are we? No, Wesley Snipes, yeah. Wesley Snipes. That, if uh, you look at him and you look at me, who do you think should be named Wesley Snipes? But he is playing along with Simon Pegg and their teachers at a fucking like British preparatory school for boys, like an all boys school. And that's just fucking, that's I believe amazing. it's a zombie. It's either a zombie or like demons. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. It could be them jacking off in a closet. Who cares? Yeah. So, but. Well, I mean, fantastic. Kids might. I mean, Nick Frost is in it too. So, I mean, like, it, and I believe it's fucking directed by Edgar Wright. You touched on Club Dread. So, let's, yeah, let's talk about comedies. comedy horrors. Because there's several out there, and well... Club Dread is a great one, though, yeah, too. Yeah, that fucking slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead is a zombie movie. It is a set in the backdrop of a horror movie, but is definitely a comedy. Tucker and Dale versus Oh, versus evil. evil. Oh, God. Fucking slasher movie again, but like one of those hillbilly oh, slasher backwards movies. Yeah. fucking... Yeah, it's like deliverance on fucking steroids, but not at all. And then the fucking weird twist about the kid being fucking evil lineage. Yeah, he had the hillbilly oh, blood. Oh, my God. Alan Tudyk does no wrong. Yeah, it's like... Uh, Can we please get Deadbeat back, though? Oh, fuck What's yeah. his name, Fact Checker, please? Can you look that up? Yeah. Deadbeat and... Fucking Red Reaper. And I would like Reaper back, too, if I get a chance. I never watched Reaper. Reaper's so fucking good, dude. But Tyler LeBain. Tyler LeBain. Thank you. He's been in a bunch of other shit. But yeah, Deadbeat, for instance. That would be really amazing. Hey, everyone. I just want to take a minute to say thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to make sure that you get all of our new episodes as they drop every week. Here they are. Last Sunday, I was I was the victim of a crime. Um, unfortunately, I was assaulted, and it was pretty bad. What happened? The peppering was the worst of it. What peppering? From the assaulting. What what assault? <laughs> I, I fucking I walked right walked into it. Right. Just fucking right into Welcome it. Welcome back to the general sit down. I hope you walked right back into. That's fucking tricky dude seriously you dare on this hollowed of ground hit me with a salt and pepper pun dad joke game seriously all right so we've kind of touched on some of our favorite ones and kind of got off track multiple times but as we said earlier let's talk about uh let's talk about your your top five top top five horror movies we're gonna both start it from going from five to one we're gonna say what our fifth one is and move away up no i didn't rank mine yeah mine's a five blanket like it's it's called a top five. That's one through five. You you rank them. That's a list. Your mom's a list. No, she's not. And you don't know how to make a list properly. Apparently, Maybe take you take don't a know second. How to make your mom properly. Take take a second and fucking make oh, a no. list. Okay, so what's your number five then? What's my number five? I do have five written down, and I am prepared for five. Friday movies. the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. The first on one. Yep. Your list with the mom. Mm-hmm. Wow. The first one. Yep. Why? It's one of the quintessential. 
slasher flicks of the era. It's the one that started it. It's the one that set all the Voorhees like mythos first. It's where we got introduced to Crystal Lake. That it's like the the foundation for the rest of the house. Yeah, and that jump scare at the end is pretty phenomenal. Yep. Time. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I mean, gave him his like his look. I didn't. I mean, it changed a bit throughout. Uh, like he, you know, went from pants to or from a full. What was it a full or set of coveralls to yeah. pants and a shirt and a jacket but yeah. the mask was always the same well a little bit different that's number five my number five then is i'm gonna go ahead and just new nightmare then we're gonna flip flop we're doing the flip flop that is good is that Ice your number Ice. one Ice my number one? Oh, what was it if i would do my five was that your number one no that's my okay. number five to match your number five gotcha as per the rules talk to me about engagement. why why uh why new nightmare oh uh, it's because it's the meta film after um you made the great point earlier about how horror films reach like a certain plateau point where the uh, Ch- i mean chucky's a perfect example of a parody of himself at some point oh exactly yeah yeah and new nightmare was really like uh no it's not nancy it's heather legend camp the actress that played nancy exactly and she's having nightmares and we're going to west craven and all of a sudden, he's painting Freddy all the time. Yeah, exactly. And then Robert England's plagued by dreams. And he, he gets to reimagine Freddy in an even scarier fashion than in the first movie as a full-on demon. I think they did his makeup even more, like, jagged then. Yeah, he looks a lot more rough. Sure, yeah, and it's just like the mythos of the dream demon was something that Wes Craven uncovered. It's like and... an incubus, I believe is what they called it. Maybe, I don't know. As a male, as a Greek male dream demon. All right, what's your number four? Get out. Really, get Don't out. Feel. Get out. It's fucking good. I thought that movie was so revolutionary. The way, um, the way it just pointed out the way reverse racism is a lot of times the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, and obviously it was much more on the nail there. Which is funny the because you just amazing. said something weird, and that stands out to literally your point. Hmm. You just said reversed racism. You can be racist to any race of people. Mm-hmm. You can't be. There's no reverse racism unless it's being super nice to somebody. Quote unquote. I would have voted for Barack Obama a fourth time. Like, the family no, there's people who said that, yeah. provided uh, themselves as reverse okay. racism so to saying, create this. And it's showing that these people do exist. Oversupportive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. gotcha. And what's the reason here? Well, just because he's we're going to take America. your fucking bodies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. Gotta you know, got to get that. Good and I think that that whole dichotomy and then like the cop at the beginning and she defends him profusely and you think she's really there. But she's a psychopath. Eating she's dry a cereal. Fucking, yeah. She's a crazy per- yeah, eating dry cereal. Yeah. Like a fucking savage. And then his friend comes back at the end. Fucking saves the day. The fuck, probably one of the greatest characters. In the oh movie yeah, dude. Too. Oh dude, he's he one was, of my favorite. Yeah. He was just like, that's gonna happen. I you, know that's you go, happening. You gonna get killed. I yeah. know that guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four, uh, Hellraiser. <laughs> the first Hellraiser. Right yeah. Now I'm not a big fan of most of the Hellraiser movies. I hoped you were gonna say incest, given the topic. The Hellraiser movies, I think. It's not even necessarily the movies that I like the most. It's like the world that they made in the background. Yes, the fucking Cenobites and where Pinhead's from and the whole puzzle box that opens up where sometimes it's like, oh, well, if you don't unlock the puzzle box, it's fine. No, that bitch unlocks itself. And then you got chains and you got hooks in your ass. That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fucking weird rapey uncle fucking resurrecting himself in the attic. Leather trench coat, fucking Pinhead. And plus that fucking, ah, uh, I have such sights to show you. And also they explain in the movies, there's a point that there's so much torture and so much pain in the universe that they're from that it comes full circle back to ecstasy. That, you know, you you pass the pain threshold till it becomes the only thing that brings you joy anymore. And it's like, that's a crazy thought that something could hurt you so much that you can't get away from or just die from that it actually becomes something that you want, something that, you know, provides you joy at that point. And plus, they're fucking cool as shit, dude. They're fucking demons from a different fucking yeah. hellscape dimension. Yeah. Have you played Jericho? Yes. You mean, yeah, that game is fun. Yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I really did. All right. All right so what's uh, what's your number three since you put me on the spot for four? Event Horizon. Sam Neill? Fucking Sam Neill. Space horror. Yep. Really? Dude, it's fucking great. It follows the same thing as the fucking Hellraiser thing. W- what happens when man crosses that line where technology, like there's a, um, I don't remember what author said it, but uh, sufficiently advanced technology is no different from magic to people who don't understand it. So it's like, if you brought a smartphone back to the Middle Ages, you would be a fucking magician. Like, if you had gunpowder before there was gunpowder, you know, invented, you would be a fucking wizard. Like, you, they would consider it magic. Magic is... Magic to everybody but the magician. Exactly. Is what Anthony Hopkins quoted in Westworld. Too. Oh, really? Well, I know it's not. You know. Oh, fuck, dude. No, I'm going to have to get on this Westworld thing. Anthony Hopkins is stellar in it. 
But but again, at that point, they create technology thinking that it's going to be fine, and they crack that border between like this hellscape and here. It's like the Doom games. They're the same way. That's yeah. like always the premise in the two movies they've had. It's like, we figured out some technology with this old, ancient, you know, this is definitely demonic tech. And we're going to use it, and that's, oh my god, there's demons. How did we not know this? It's like, no, and plus Sam Neill, dude. Oh, when he comes back, and it's just like, yeah, he was also Merlin. In what? Merlin. What? Oh, the... Sh- the miniseries, TV miniseries. Oh, he was, nice. fu- dude, it's fucking fantastic. You nice. watched it. Nice, he was in Jurassic Park 3. He was, he was in Jurassic Park 1, too, also. <laughs> I thought the theme gave that one. Have you ever seen Pandorum? Yeah, oh yeah. He's like, he's like too. I wonder if you, not that you don't like space movies per se, Maybe your bar is high. I'm very picky. I yeah, am. maybe you really just have a high bar. And I, it's not the greatest movie. I don't like it. The book's very good though, or the series of books to Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Philip yeah, Dick. Philip K. Dick. Yep. So that puts my number three. Then I'm gonna save that one forever because I'm doing more childhood. Let's do Evil Dead too. Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. See, the rehash, soft reboot, e- cover band version of Evil Dead One. Evil Dead almost made my list. When you were asking me, what, yeah. you know, off mic, what my list was, it's on a different list. Like, sure. yeah, it's sure. if I had to go fucking comedies just in general, it's fucking up there. Your list is surprised yeah. me fucking immensely. I mean, it is. It's goofball. Yeah, for sure. And and not to say, but you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be high on that list. Like, I'm a big Army of Darkness fan. Like, I fucking love Army yeah, of Darkness. Yeah, but I honestly, I if you're gonna say horror, I don't think it's as much of a horror movie. I would say it's more of an adventure in a way. I know the same stuff applies, but that's why I really ultimately picked Evil Dead 2 over Army of Darkness was because that one is a horror movie for sure. They're trapped in the woods. There's demons. Yeah, went to fucking theaters. It's phenomenal. Really kick-started everything that, you know, should have been. Yeah, no, Evil Dead 2, that was a nice cleanup of the first story. They added plot lines in. You know, when we saw the musical... Oh, yeah. They probably should have said Evil Dead 2, the musical. Exactly, because that was based. definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's way more based on Evil Dead 2. Well, it's like they smashed the first and the second movie together, because yeah. like the second one's like a continuation. Of the yeah, first continuation, soft reboot. It just gave me this taste for cover albums now. Yeah. But yeah, and then obviously, BC, the man himself. What was his, hey, fact checker, what was his name in Burn Notice? Sam. Our Lord Sam. Thank you. Thank don't you, need a fact checker. checker. Jinx. Fucking Burn Notice goes hard. I don't give a shit. My number two... We're going to do Blair Witch Project. Really? That's surprising. Is it? Yeah, dude. Seriously. I love the found footage thing, the tricking the world thing. When you said the thing about the War of the Worlds earlier, I wanted to jump in and spoil another list item by going like, Blair Witch, man, that petition's bullshit. I made fun of it. Paranormal activity. Fucking Blair Witch. You you fuck Del City. That stupid trail at Ray Train. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had to ride home so many times. Dude, I've never been back there. That's like, that's murder territory. Midnight. Like, I've rode through a midnight after Blair Witch came out. And that's the scariest thing I thought was going to fucking happen. Yeah, you were going to Blair Witch? You yeah, gonna Blair was Witch gonna it? Be a fuck, yeah, I was going to be standing in the corner pissing myself. Or I was going to be on camera with fucking snot dripping out of my nose. Fucking terrifying. No, that movie's really good. The game's fucking awesome. Oh, I haven't played the game. I haven't beat it yet, but it's fucking awesome. I, you know, other than Amanda's wet dream of a second movie starring Jeffrey Donovan, but, I, I, I did watch Blair Witch too. Yeah, I thought that was Look a good movie. No, 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 Blair Witch. The, it, I guess it would be third, but it's the one that actually shows a Blair Witch movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched. I thought that one was all right. Listen, Look, I like the second one. The fucking Book of Shadows was good. Meh. It's all right. I mean, meh. All right, so I guess that brings me to number two, right? Yep. All right, number two, Critters. Furry, small. Did you lose your virginity movie or something? No, dude, I fucking love Critters. Uh, I have not been able to find one, but at one point the internet was selling like plushies of the little critters. Like oh, yeah, full, just tribbles with fucking faces. So with, on them now. with angry knife faces, yeah. And they are so fucking cool. And they're like, the ones I saw back in the day were like life-size, like what the critters were in the movie. They were like fucking this. But it's just like the most ridiculous... It's like bordering on that comedy thing again, but it's something about, like, this is an evil thing. And, by the way, close second was almost Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Tremors. I'll I'll fuck with (laughs) Tremors, but it's not on my list. Listen, Kevin Bacon, he brought dancing into the world, okay? You mean our dancing Jesus? Whoa, whoa, I think Swayze would disagree. Listen, Swayze got baby out of the corner, all right? He's a dancer. Fucking footloose. Cut loose. Kick off her Sunday shoes. All right, so I guess that, uh... Since I named number two, I guess I got my number one here. My number one horror movie that I is top on my list uh, is okay. Cabin in the Woods. 
Oh, shit. And I'll tell you why. You know what? I still think I won, but god damn, I didn't expect a heavy hit like that. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. The reason why Fuck. is that is the most meta horror movie that you can watch. Yeah, this is, they, this is the shame time they, for me. Yeah, they literally break every horror movie down to its subsequent parts, plan it, and then have to do it, or there's another horror movie. It's a inception of horror movie inside horror it's movie. It's a Taco Bell wrapped inside a Chalupa it's wrapped ex- inside, and you need firemen. To get yeah. to the ladders to go to deeper. Yeah. Uh, before Hootie gets there. Anyway, yeah. but no, what I was going to say is, did you, fun fact, fun fact, fun fact. Did you know that uh, Left 4 Dead, the game, was supposed to have a tie-in DLC? And in the movie, the witch, the tank, the boomer, and, uh, fuck, who am I missing? The spitter? Smoker. Smoker, yeah. Are all in one of those ch- glass chambers. Really? Uh-huh. I say, I know there's a lot. Fucking if you pause merman. it. Yeah, you, you can fucking see a bunch of shit, but had a great cast. Well shot. Special effects weren't over the top, but still pleasing. And like the guy from Billy Madison, the guy from Billy Madison played one of the uh, operators. Yeah. Uh, also, fucking uh, Chris Hemsworth was in it. Mm-hmm. He fucking died by a motorcycle to a force field. The fucking bong—that's a cup that turns into a fucking thermos. <laughs> Everything was played so they didn't take it too seriously, but it was serious yeah. to them in the movie. And it, even with the other outposts, they talked about doing other things and how just because this is how this functions in our country, there's fucking like Japanese ghost things over there that weren't in our place. So there was different, even different monsters in different regions. They built a whole world around it. Then there's like these fucking elder gods that they're trying yeah. to appease with the shit. Oh god, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Yeah, she was at the end. Hey, um, fact checker, who made Cabin in the Woods? Who's the director and writer and all that? I need to know that because Whedon does it. Would you put Whedon on this list now because of Cabin in the Woods? For that horror movie? Yeah. I don't disagree. Honestly, that's it. He also I wrote I didn't Buffy. such a heavy-handed hand. Oh, yeah. And of Angel. Of course. Yes, of course. Which are also both horror television uh-huh. shows. Undubitably. Vampire Slaying. That's that. That's not part of the contingency pact. Well, he's safe to say that stuff because he knows I'll whip out a dragon. Yeah, he will. My number one is Twilight Zone, the movie. Really? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, John Lithgow. Uh, dude, it's fucking great. I'm not arguing the that. The awful fucking backstory of Vic Morrow and the helicopter crash that decapitated and killed the children on set. Oh, yeah. The f- kick the can. Dude, that was the least scary one, and it was great. All the old people going back outside to play kick the can and telling oh, yeah. the kids. So fucking good, dude. The kid who fucking imagined things into life. His family's a fucking hostage to his reality. Exactly. The teacher trying to talk to him. John Lithgow pulling a fucking William Shatner. Oh, yeah. Dude, to somebody on the fucking plane. I fucking love that movie. That Vic Morrow scene, it's overshadowed by that accident, but that was about a hardcore racist switching timelines and being in the shoes of a black person or a fucking Jewish person at a Holocaust. Yeah. He, man. Dude, uh, Roddenberry was who wrote Twilight Zone, no, right? That's no. Sterling. It's Rod oh, Sterling. Rod Sterling. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also the voice of, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I fuck, dude, I love The Twilight Zone. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, the story about the guy, uh, and I, I think about this all the time, and that's why I'm glad if my glasses broke tomorrow, it'd be fine, but the whole <laughs> scene about I finally have time, and he didn't want to do anything but read, and at the end he gets fucked, breaks his glasses, yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing he can do. You I'm know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just like that you got what you wanted, but you don't get to enjoy it. That's a, that's a Chris Hardwick bit where he's explaining that the same way you did. And at the end, he does the Rod Serling narrating. And he's like, this is what the show should be called. And Rod Serling just comes back after he breaks his glass and he goes, he wanted it all, all the time in the world to read. And now he has none of it. Nice try, asshole. Yeah, exactly. And then like he said that and I'm like, that fits every fucking episode. Nice try, asshole. Yeah, or the fucking, there's another one from Twilight Zone and the show itself where uh, I want to say it's like Blackout on Mulberry Street. That's my favorite. The monsters are due on Mulberry Street where the aliens are controlling the blackouts. And the monsters are the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that one. That one's one of my favorites too. Yeah. I'm just, I'm such a big Twilight Zone fan. It's amazing. Yeah, dude, it's like the start of the anthologies because it was out before Tales from the Crypt. It was out before Outer yeah. Limits. I mean, not very much before Outer Limits. Outer yeah. Limits started shortly after that. Yeah, but... Night Gallery was around then too. But like, you know, it's just nothing took off. Like Black Mirror, dude. It's like yeah. this is like the yeah. grandfather of you know Black Mirror here. There was other shows in between, but like Black Mirror is. I think that's why so many people like young and old. Like my parents love Black Mirror from what they saw because my dad the first thing he said was this is basically Twilight Zone and I was like hey you know they redid Twilight Zone too yeah. so you can watch that though which is fucking good too it is also good shout out Jordan Peele again so Robert England fucking that's one of those people I'm gonna be sad when they die that's I feel a, like that's a fucking legacy that like the horror icon I oh think, yeah that's I think he can be pictured as the horror icon oh yeah 
I mean, because even the guy who played Hellraiser that played through most of the movies, he doesn't even play Hellraiser anymore. And uh, granted, Robert Englund doesn't play Freddy anymore, but he was Freddy. The character was so him. So predominantly like Brad Dourif and Chucky. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, you know, Mark Hamill's the shit, too. And I, I like kind of like what they did with that, how it's not a doll of, uh, you know, it's not the soul coming back. It's a fucking an AI program. Yeah, artificial intelligence. That's cool. Yeah, that's the the reboot, I guess cool. is what it would be called because they made another Chucky movie. Yeah. Like another, you know, what they stopped calling the child's play. They're just calling them Chucky movies. Cult of Chucky was the last one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you a story since we're talking about child play. I'll share a story with you. Gather around. Gather around. So, I, myself, as a child, much younger than, you know, I am now because that's how children work. Thank I you. owned a My Buddy doll. Legit my buddy, the toy that the Chucky is in. Now, me, myself, uh, as I stated earlier when I was watching Friday the 13th and everything, or Nightmare on Elm Street, sorry, I watched horror movies from a young age, like whether or not, you know. That, you don't get your uh, dick hard unless pumpkin heads around. Yeah, exactly, you know. But I watched it, and uh, apparently Child's Play was the one that at a young age decided to fuck me up because I had one of those dolls. Um, And after that day, as my mom explains it to me because I was very young, I didn't fucking want nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. I was done. I was like, nope, this is going to murder me when I go to sleep at night. So I'm not wanted anymore. As mom puts it, she took it outside to the trash can, and then when she came back out the next day to drop trap trash off, it was face up instead of face down the way she left it. You did that. No, I didn't. I just... No, you did that to her. Yeah, I <laughs> You put the fear of my buddy in her. Exactly. So it fucked me up for a long fucking time. Like, it was just like, God damn, this is, uh, you know, because nothing is as scary as something that could fucking happen to you. Unlikely, but could fucking happen to you. Like, that's what we were talking about, the Hostel and the Taken and the, the Saw movies. It's like, yeah. that shit's never gonna happen. I can go to Eastern Europe, but you know what? Every time I'm like, I would really love to go to the countryside in the Czech Republic. You know, just really see how it is and maybe get some kolaches. And like, yep, that's when I get kidnapped for fucking trafficking and someone's gonna cut my fucking face open and wear it like a mask because that's their kink right now. Yeah, everybody's gonna have a dog tattoo, and they're gonna fucking send my head back in a box for a fucking rich Italian man who's sitting on a fucking table. That's good. That's, <laughs> that's fucking good. Wanna do some shout-outs? Just throw some shout-outs, I'll start. I'll fucking throw out. some out, yeah. I'll throw Go for one it. out, you throw one out. Fucking It Follows. Yeah, fucking, dude, excellent concept, and that's a that's one of those creeping dreads. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. You can't it's a walking monster. outrun this monster. Well, that doesn't sound very frightening, but when you think about it, a monster that never stops. You can never outrun this monster. Yeah. It literally will break down doors. It will follow you and wait till you go outside. You can't trust it because it appears as people you fucking know. Mm-hmm. And or strangers. It even. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fucking stop moving. It is always walking at the same fucking pace. You can fly to the other side of the world. Probably be safe for question mark amount of fucking time while it walks, but you, you never can outrun. You have to sleep. And even on top of that, you get rid of it, it kills that person. And then back you're to back to you. It literally is killing back It'll to the one. follow the trail all the way back. I guess everybody's just outracing death in a certain manner then. Exactly. It's like, it's just death personified. Truth or dare? Truth or dare. Now, if you go and look up this up, this up there's a, a B-movie, Truth or Dare, and there's like an, a, a basically like a, what you would call like an A-rated, you know, movie theater. Yeah, 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 like Jerry Seinfeld movie. The B-rated one is about this truth and dare. Basically, you fucking, you have to do the dares. If you get dared, you have to fucking do them or answer. There's something compelling you to do it. The A-rated one is like they go to Mexico and this guy convinces them to play truth or dare. There's some fucking Mexican evil demon spirit that they bring back with them that fucking forces you that if you do not complete it, it murders you. Fucking super good. Uh, me and Melissa watched both of them because we thought one was one, and then we ended up watching it, and then we watched the other one. I think we had to watch the, the B-movie rated one twice because I fell asleep. Not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just very sleepy. You got another one? I do. Which iteration of It did you like the best? All right, so there's the two-part answer here. Is I like it? the first part from the new movie, mm-hmm. but I like the second part of the old movie better. One of the second part. Counts, so yeah because honestly you since they're grown-up versions of themselves in the second one you could easily take the second one from the first iteration and like it fucking still applies they're grown and they're doing it but i felt like the second part of that movie spent more time focusing on it fucking with them as adults as opposed to the movie didn't seem like it was all like it continuously kept flashing back it kept you know oh let's deal we got to take care of this we got to get this done but we got to reference the phenomenon we just created 
What's that? The kids. That's why they had to fucking CGI down Finn Wolfhard again because he fucking grew up again. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Shootings. God, Stranger Things season four is going to be a fucking romantic comedy next season. Fucking yeah, it is. That dude's growing. That's fucking like a weed, man. Like a weed. Which, which Pennywise you like better then? Oh, de- definitely Tim Curry. Really? Yeah. All day. All day, every day. That includes a that dude. That dude could. That dude can read the phone book, and I would listen to it. Shout out to Cameo. Yeah. I mean, Skarsgård. That. Listen, dude. Nightmarish fucking interpretation of an awful creature. Oh, yeah. Not to say that, say, Tim Curry was in this time period that he wouldn't have pulled that. And maybe even a better way, given that his acting style is what it is. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm leaning towards Skarsgård here. I think the movie was just better polished. It wasn't a mini series that straight away as hard as it could. I didn't have to watch fucking Bill Jackoff on Silver. It was it was it was better. I think both of them were better than the fucking '90s version. But like I would say to some people, I mean, honestly, the source material is what it is too. Oh yeah, that I mean, it's fucking rough. If the, you come the... in thinking that it's gonna be great, then you know, if you don't know anything about it, you might be disappointed. You might not be. But if you know about it, what the fuck are you disappointed for? You got what you came for. Exactly. It's a killer clown eating children. Yeah, and then fucking berating it to death. And Bill Hader doing his thing. Yeah, exactly. Enjoying being Bill Hader. Uh, next one. I don't know if you've seen it. Escape Room. Again. Foster? No. no? Th- this is uh, The Escape Room. No, I'm thinking Panic Room. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is uh, another one that had a B-rated version of the movie and an A-rated version of it. Watched both of them. Well, actually, I didn't watch the B-rated version of it. That was, that was only Melissa. Melissa's the only one who watched it. Also Shout fell asleep. Shout out to Melissa. Shout out to Melissa for being a soldier. We, we did watch the A-rated version. I mean, much more polished. I mean, obviously special effects and shit like that. But she said the fucking B-rated one was really, really, really good. Wait, was that the one where they were chained to a, like a serial killer that kept getting closer to him or something like that? She's nodding her head, yes. But again, fucking really good. Like, I liked it quite a bit. What about The Collector? Wait, you talking about the first one or the second one? The second one's The Collection. But yeah, both. I mean... Dude, I'll fuck with that. Pretty like, interesting concept I mean, to take a saw to somebody's house. Oh, yeah, exactly. Pull a fucking jigsaw and fucking glue your feet to the stairs. Or have acidic shit coming out something. I love those movies. You wrote one on here that we didn't get to touch on, though. Which one? Guillermo. Oh, you mean like Pan's Labyrinth? Also, writer of The Strain book series. Yeah. Shout out to Yeah, strength. he's the only one I think we missed. We didn't touch much on John Carpenter. The Thing is amazing. Eh, there's a... I mean, John Carpenter's not bad, but I'm more of like a John Carpenter's fan with vampires. Oh my god! Well, that Ghost of Mars, too. No, fucking Ghost of Mars. That shit, too, yeah. right? Yeah, oh Ghost of Mars went hard. I forgot about James Wynn vampires, and it got me thinking. Yeah. That movie was hard as shit, too. Oh my god, I didn't even think of those. Those are amazing. Yeah. I love those campy shits when he does that. Yeah, John Carpenter's vampires was fantastic. What else? I don't remember the name of the movie, but it is uh, Denzel Washington is fucking fighting like an evil spirit that starts taking over people's bodies. The Bone Collector? No. I think The Bone Collector had uh, Morgan Freeman chasing a serial killer. No, this is like a- Long Came a Spider. It was Long Came a Spider? Fallen. That's what it's called. Yeah, it was a fucking fallen angel that was going around and he like fucking decides to, spoilers, kill himself at the end of the movie to try to stop it from going to anyone else. He's like, there's no one around for you to get to. And it was just like that. Let me find a psychological one. It's like Legion. That's a fucking horror movie. And I fucking love that movie. Paul Bettany's great. Yeah, Paul Bettany's great and everything. By the way, shout out Legend on Netflix. Fucking Paul Bettany was great. Uh, No, Uh, I Frankenstein came out after Priest came out, which was also Paul Bettany, but he was a vampire hunter that was a clergyman. Yeah, you see how it mixes together, kind of like the order. Fucking shout out to fucking Paul Bettany. I'm gonna go home and watch The Order tonight. Honestly, it's I love that fucking movie. I don't care what anybody says. He's Ledger. Ooh, um, shout out The Exorcist then. Oh, yeah. Let's bring in another one. Yeah. Dude, jump scares, man. When she goes, like, spider crawling down the stairs backwards, like, that shit, it's just a sudden reaction. The uh, the flash cuts of Pazuzu's face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, dude. Alright, last one I'll go with, uh, fucking all the honorable mention here. We mentioned it earlier. Motherfucking Leprechaun. Ah, Shout out to Hornswoggle. Shout out Hornswoggle. We didn't really, wasn't a big fan of the rechange, but fucking Warwick Davis as a fucking, like, basically jive-talking leprechaun that speaks in fucking rhymes and murders people. Fucking yeah. shout out Jennifer Aniston, yeah, one of her sick. first fucking movies. Yeah. Goddamn four-leaf clover. Fucking leprechaun in the hood? <laughs> Come on now. He's in, like, East Compton being That's the leprechaun. Yeah, fucking fantastic. Across the board. I mean, it's another one of those kind of campy, funny movies. It's fucking great. 
I mean, like you said, that's Hornswoggle. You, you didn't relate Leprechaun to the My Buddy Doll too? No. So no? It's I just your I lack of ability to kick a fucking football is why you're afraid of Charlie I Ray and the Doll I did porn? not see Leprechaun until I was like fucking a teenager. Well, that's good because so, nobody should have as a kid. Yeah, it's fuck you up all day. Yeah, you think, <laughs> yeah, I can find a four-leaf clover. Yep, that's a fucking murder-killing weapon to a fucking yeah. demon. <laughs> And uh, sorry, I got I got one more. Have you ever seen any of the Wishmaster series? I love Wishmaster. Fucking That's Wishmaster. That's another West Craven jam. Yep, fucking Wishmaster, I man. I fucking love Wishmaster. I, l- I love the thought of the djinn, the the fuck your wishes. This is the genie from Aladdin. I your love shit's gonna get ugly twisted. I'm telling them they look like Wishmaster. <laughs> Are you talking about the well, his human version or no. like his fucking Freddy Krueger bird faced? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shout out to ugly girls. I love all girls or anything. I don't know. Yeah, I have it well, as cosmic on my sexual status. That means he likes the movement of planets. I like to fuck burnt out asteroids. Balls of gases. Asteroids. Take it right down the big dipper. All right, I think that's about going to do it here. We can close the show out. Any uh, closing remarks? Yeah, you should totally soften your stance on pseudonyms and soft dicks. This has been Jam Master Jason Rath. And Charles. Bye.